0: Dave and Ryan's movie review and action.
1: Everyone loves going to the movies. And while some are amazing, some are awful. Fortunately, we have Dave and Ryan. Two guys with nothing better to do than watch movies of today and movies of yesterday. So
0: get your popcorn ready, silence your phones, and relax. Because the show is about to begin. Cue Dave and Ryan in 3, 2, one.
1: It's Dave and Ryan's Movie Review.
0: Sponsored by nobody.
2: Welcome in to this week's episode of Dave and Ryan's Movie Review. Ryan, how are you? How's your week been?
1: I am fabulous.
2: Well, we knew that already, but I mean, how's your week been?
1: It's been good. It's good. You good. Know, we, we went and saw something that was there.
2: I think <laughs> that you
1: were surprised...
2: Maybe a little bit. You thought this was not going to be a very good movie, and it turned out to be not that bad movie. of a movie.
1: <laughs> I still didn't like it.
2: <laughs> but it still... it wasn't, Was it as bad as you thought? It was no oath. Okay. We'll talk more about A Nashville Wish coming up in a moment, but before we get to anything, first thing we got to do, we got to go to Hollywood. Let's go. First up this week, sad news out of Hollywood on Friday. Carl Weathers dies. Now, Carl Weathers played Apollo Creed in the Rocky films. He was in Predator. He also appeared as Chubbs Peterson in Happy Gilmore and The Mandalorian uh, kind of... I don't know as though he necessarily needed it, but resurrected his career or maybe brought it to a new audience. I, I'm not sure about that yeah, one. Definitely. But everybody should know him from uh, the Rocky movies. Uh, great actor, played football for a time period and then got into acting. And, uh, but everybody, I think, will remember him as Apollo Creed from Rocky. He passed away at 76. Uh, his his family announced. So that's that's kind of a sad gig. I liked Carl Weathers. I did too. Did you see? Uh, I mean, have you? Seen, I'm sure you've seen at least one Rocky movie. Yeah. Which one? All of them. All of them. Have you seen all of them? Did yeah. you get into the Creed movies as well? I've seen the first two. The first I have... two. I've, I've, I that's sort of kind of where I'm at. They're pretty good. The first Creed movie was really good. Oh yeah. But uh, yes, Carl Weathers passes away at the age of 76. Also, we now know who is going to star in Quentin Tarantino's final movie, The Movie Critic, and it's Brad Pitt. Uh, Quentin Tarantino will be reuniting with him now for the third time in his final film, The Movie Critic. It's unclear if Pitt will play the title character, but we're pretty sure that he's going to. Uh, Last time out, Pitt won Best Supporting Actor Oscar for 2019's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He also starred in Quentin Tarantino's *Inglorious Bastards. Um, Great movie. Yeah. I loved that one. That one was pretty good. Once Upon a Time in America left a lot to be desired. It was okay. If you went to the movie thinking you were going to see um, a Manson type thing, because that's really what it deals with, uh, you probably left a little disappointed.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a... Quentin Tarantino film. You, know? you
2: always leave disappointed from a Tarantino movie, don't Not you?
1: Not all the time.
2: Does he have one movie that you really liked?
1: Yeah, I liked Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, Django and Chain. Uh, you know, there. You know, the Kill Bill series was great. It's just I don't like. Pulp fiction. It's one of my least favorite movies. And everyone seems to love that movie. Well, and that's and I don't know why.
2: That's what I was gonna ask you, is is Pulp Fiction like one of those songs that gets overplayed on the radio?
1: I think so. <laughs> and you're like, you know what, why? People praise that like it's like it's like a like a god or something.
2: Yeah, I don't mind uh, Pulp Fiction was okay to me. It it was kind of an interesting movie for the time that it came out, I guess yeah. we'll put it that way. Uh, but we went and saw uh, we did go see Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Kill Bill series, I agree with you completely. Yeah. They're really, really good, especially if you like, well, you know how I am about, you know, gratuitous violence. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you you have to like that one. loves it.
2: You'll have to love that one. Uh, The one I am not really too happy with, I didn't think it was great, because if if it was trying to be a follow-up, it just fell short miserably, was Jackie Brown, and I believe that was the follow-up to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And I didn't care for that one at all.
1: Uh, Jack Jackie Brown was different.
2: <laughs> if I remember correctly De Niro was in that, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't care for that one very much. So that movie, the movie critic is slated to hit theaters in 2025 so we're going to keep an eye out on that as well lots of great things other things going on in hollywood we will uh, take a look now at the box office numbers this week we'll start of course at number five anyone but you still hanging in there with 4.6 million dollars bringing its total to 71 million migration 4.8 million dollars 101 total. That was a good movie. It was. I liked that one. Uh, Wonka <laughs> still going strong with $5.6 million, bringing its total haul to $194 million. The Beekeeper, believe it or not, number wow. two, $6.6 million on $41.546 million that, total. That is surprising. And the number one movie, on Wednesdays we wear pink because it's Mean Girls, <laughs> $6.9 million bringing its total to $60,407,000. That's it's a big easy. word for you. It's <laughs> easy for me to say. Yeah, that coming from a guy that can't even read. It's so, true. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It, it is what it is, right? Can't that's all you read. can say, but that's okay. We, we, we still get along okay with him. So we're not going to do an honest movie review this week. But we do, in fact, have, we're going to bring back our trailer park segment, because we had a pretty good trailer come out this week, and it's the latest Ghostbusters trailer. Yes, shut up. (laughs) You know you love Ghostbusters. Do I I think you do. So we're going to we we're gonna play the trailer, the audio of the trailer for you anyway, and then we'll kind of comment on it while it's going on and then we'll talk about the trailer afterwards. And really what we do in this is we watch the trailer and based on the trailer, we're gonna tell you whether you think whether we think it's gonna be a hit or a flop. All right, Ryan, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna start it.
0: We've all had experiences and encounters with the unknown and the unexplainable. Here, we pay
1: top dollar, top dollar for your possessed possessions. Now, this, this it's is an egg. Very, very interesting. It's an
0: orb. Have it for 40. I've never seen anything like this at all. 60. It's all silly. over New York City, ghost attacks are on the rise.
1: Ghostbusters, what do you want?
0: there's that line. You gotta have it. We're yeah. the only ones Hold on, yes. equipped to
1: fight back. So is this like a continuation of the well, last one?
0: The it is. Paranormal yep. research. I, after life. I didn't
1: see the last one. You, you need to
0: see the last one. Here? Come We've on, man. Forty years man. Now we can study them.
2: <laughs> He's cute. Yeah.
0: Since you brought in this order, strange things have been occurring. You think it's commanding of the spirits?
2: Is that? get out. No. Uh,
0: no. could be looking at a full war army of ghosts with the power to
2: kill by fear itself. Like literally scared to death. That's my up.
0: So, what is the plan?
2: We're the Ghostbusters. We stay and fight for this place. To shoot anything that looks terrifying. That orb is prophesizing to bring about the end of humankind.
1: The Second Ice Age.
2: Slimer makes a comeback so really the only one i didn't see in there is uh sigourney weaver is not in there i'm sure they'll sneak her in somewhere they have to but uh you had everybody's back we had bill murray's there dan Aykroy's there ernie hudson is there uh janine melnitz abby or annie potts is there and then the crew from uh, uh from afterlife so Looking at it that way, and then there's another trailer out there if you want to look for it. Uh, Walter Peck from the original Ghostbusters movie is in this film. And I have a stinking suspicion that he is the mayor of New York City now. And he wants to disband the uh, the Ghostbusters. Slimer comes back. I, this is going to be a hit.
1: I can feel it. I just hope the trailer didn't do all the good parts you know that that's kind of how been a problem in recent years the trailer looks so good and then you go to the movie and all the good parts were in the trailer and everything else just kind of falls flat i hope it doesn't happen to this one because you know it is a ghostbusters um you know the 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 last uh not the last not the afterlife but the one before that when they tried to reboot it it just fell so far flat that it, it was it was bad. We don't
2: talk about that movie. Yeah, we don't talk about. We don't. That. T- it's like Bruno, man. We yeah, don't talk about yeah. it.
1: But well overall, it's a good trailer, and I'm looking forward to watching it.
2: Once again, it's Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire it comes out March 22nd. You can find the trailers online, and uh, just give them a watch. And I'm really excited about this one.
1: I'm afraid of no ghosts.
2: That's right. And then in, in another really quick movie note: um, they have set a July date for release because we talked about it before, of uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4 on Netflix. We'll be hitting Netflix in July. All right, coming up, we went and saw A Nashville Wish. Yeah. We're going to talk about that movie. We're going to talk about, so since we talked about it, we're going to talk about other country movies. And then we've got to talk about one of the most overused movie plots, because it comes from A Nashville Wish as well. Small Town Kid gets out. And does great things so we've got plenty to talk about today we'll be back with that and we're gonna when we come right back we'll be talking about a Nashville wish so stick around
0: everyone <laughs> on set shut up shut up these two buffoons are about to talk about a new release Dave and Ryan's movie review segment one action
1: what's more exciting than a brand new release to the movie theater? According to Dave and Ryan, nothing. They're the first to see it, so you're the first to hear about it.
2: All right, so this week we went and saw A Nashville Wish. All right, this one's rated PG. Okay, one hour, 42 minutes. Stars Lee Greenwood, Maxfield Camp, and Kaylee Bullard. Now, here's how this movie plays out if you watch the trailer. We talked about this many times. Yeah. If you watch the trailer, this movie looks like... A Hallmark movie. Yes, it does. I thought that's what we were going to go see. But there were some subtle differences, like the guy doesn't own a Christmas tree farm. No. So it can't be. He does own a farm, though. He works on a farm. Yeah, his family 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 does own a farm. Um, But it's a a story about a country singer who falls for the girl of his dreams and has to choose between love and his dreams of stardom in Nashville.
1: Well, he, he never made the decision. No, it was made for him by like everyone except for everyone him. <laughs>
2: except for him. So you have a gentleman by the name of Tucker Davis, I believe was his yeah. was the character's name.
1: Couldn't get more country
2: than he Tucker is. Davis. That kid that you went to school with that carries his guitar with him everywhere.
1: We all know one. He's one of those guys. We
2: all know one. We we truly do. Uh, and he also is quite smitten with the head cheerleader at school. Who isn't? Yeah. So he. Slowly finds a way. Well, he, coincidence, I guess we should say, plays a hand in getting them together because there's a big party, a big party at the place where he works.
1: Yeah, yeah. She, she just got elected either like homecoming queen or prom, prom queen, queen or something. something.
2: Yeah. Happens every time. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's a tale as old as time, yeah.
2: Ryan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so she she, 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 they have a party and he gets invited to go up and sing on stage yes okay this is where the problem starts for me (laughs) because throughout this movie and and ryan and i both talked about the fact if this would have been marketed as a musical i would not have had one problem with it whatsoever
1: i wouldn't even call it a musical it's basically a bunch of music videos with a little bit of story in between them well that It's very true, but the storyline
2: leads into the music part. Yeah. Somewhat. So anyway, he gets up there and hand to God. (laughs) He gets up there. The guy invites him up. And if you're an old country fan like I am, you'll know T. Graham Brown. But anyway, he invites him up on stage and he says, why don't you come on up and play that song for us that you wrote? Yeah. All right. Here we go. He gets up there, starts playing the guitar. And it is Whenever You Come Around by Vince Gill. Now, here's the problem that I have. <laughs> Nowhere ever in this movie do they say anything about these are all his original songs, okay? And, let, and And let's write some down, some of the original songs. Uh, I just brought up Whenever You Come Around by Vince Gill. Um the dance by Garth Brooks. Yes, yeah, honestly, that was like the only one I recognized. <laughs> yeah. uh, Keeper of the Stars, Tracy Bird. Uh, the other artist that's on there, she sings. Uh, what was it? Uh, She's in love with the boy by Trisha Yearwood. Yeah, and, and it goes on and on. There's a moment where the chi- the one girl that's the girl of his dreams that he leaves, or she chooses to be left. I yeah, guess we should she, say. She, she anyway, she sings "Rascal Flats." I I don't like. I said I don't have a problem with it if they would have if we would have known going in that this is a musical movie. I mean, I expected music because she wants to be a star and move yeah. to Nashville. Okay, so that's my main issue with this movie. That's the only is, issue is, you is, have
1: because I got a few. <laughs> I
2: know, and we'll we'll let you we'll unleash you here in just a moment. But it's just like. Come on, come on. Are, are we in like a Are we in the Marvel universe now, or is this a separate universe from the universe that we live in, yeah. where all these artists exist? Yeah, they don't. They don't exist in that in their little realm of Nashville. So, amongst all these songs, is the story of how he is the boy from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, I know you didn't see that coming. And um, her father doesn't want her dating him. Her father has already got her husband picked out.
1: Yeah, uh, Denny. <laughs> <laughs> who looks like Every, everybody knows a denny
2: everybody knows a denny he,
1: he's a jock he's he's not necessarily you know a bad guy he's not he's just he's, he's intimidating looking and he's just kind of his personality's just kind of flat
2: we all know him because he's the guy that is and I, I i tried to peg him as they came on screen i was wrong I mean, I was close. Um, I said her dad owned the Ford dealership in town. He yeah. doesn't. Nope. He owns like a suit store. Yep. Um, and I was like, well, maybe his dad owns the Ford dealership in town. He doesn't. <laughs> he owns yeah. a porta potty rental place. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I. Mean, so we go through this whole story and the man from the wrong side of the tracks and the girl from the right side of the tracks fall in love. Knew it was going to happen. But they have this deal where he is leaving for Nashville when he graduates. Well, graduation comes. He doesn't have the money.
1: No, because he foolishly didn't say it because he was smitten. All
2: he was smitten. Well, not only that, it I sounded to me like the family needed the, more, the money more than he did. Yeah. So anyhow. And I, the other thing that is vague as a, a peanut butter sandwich is how much money does this guy owe his grandfather played by Lee Greenwood? Yeah. It just always comes up. Yeah. It's never answered. <laughs> so anyway, come to find out he gets the money to go to Nashville, have a hotel, uh, have a house and a place to live and stay. And so he he takes off him and his friend. Yeah. And I say that with quotation fingers. Uh, go to Nashville. Have that kind of friend. And his friend is talking to someone on the phone. And when he gets off the phone, the min- the minute he gets off the phone, I'm like, got it pegged. Her dad is going to pay them to get out of town. He doesn't want this kid around him. So he leaves. She wants to go. The friend tells her no, basically, and talks her out of it. So she doesn't go. And, of course, he's heartbroken and upset and everything for probably the first two or three months. Uh, Someone in the town dies. He comes back to town. And she's there. So he has to go see her. Yeah. And she's engaged to Denny. Yeah. 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 She's gonna be the porta potty queen. It's gonna be a long engagement because they both have to finish school.
1: Yep. They just started to.
2: And then you come to find out this is where the movie kind of takes a dark turn. You come to find out that she does come to the realization and tells him he was just a fling. Yeah. It was never ever going to work out between the two of them because she didn't want him to. However, there is one glaring thing that Ryan keeps pointing and going back to that I'm sure he'll bring up when he talks about it. So oh, then he what what's that? Howdy, ma'am. We'll talk about that. And so he ends up falling for, out of nowhere, falling for a country music star who's just looking for a rebound guy. Yeah. They record music together, and they live happily ever after. Yeah. Did I, did I do okay?
1: Yeah, that but, was basically the whole movie.
2: I just saved people at least an hour and 35 minutes. There you go. Yeah. So now we're going to let Ryan kind of unleash. Although he did say
1: this was better than the oath, yes, it was. It was better than the oath, but not by much. <laughs> First of all, the acting in this movie was just atrocious. the The main character who played Tucker, was, uh, that
2: was Maxfield Camp.
1: He was just a he was just horrible. You look, it looked every time he was on camera and he was talking. You just it looked like he was trying to squeeze a penny in between his butt cheeks. <laughs> Like he was focusing way too hard on this lines especially when he gives his little speech about country music. Uh-huh. It was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. And then the uh the grandpa Play, uh, that was Lee Greenwood. Horrible actor.
2: Yeah. Great singer, not a good yeah, actor. Yeah,
1: stick this he sings one song in the movie. Uh-huh other than that it's no he the horrible 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 job
2: and in case you're wondering it is not god bless the usa yeah does not sing that song
1: no did he even sing one of his songs
2: no that was that's a that's a spiritual okay so
1: yeah so the acting in this movie was horrible and then the plot was just there's so many plot holes in this movie like the one the his his best friend all through the movie oh i'm a liar i'm a liar i'm a liar Oh, you got mad because he lied to you. Mm-hmm. He's been saying he's a liar the entire movie. The, it was a twist there when we found out that it wasn't the dad who yes. tried to get rid of her. Yeah, we're not going to tell it, you who it was. It was, was. Some, it was someone else.
2: It was not the father that gave no. the money to get out of town. Nope.
1: But yeah, and then like at the at the end there, when he leaves the hat
2: he leaves his cowboy hat at the reception center.
1: Yeah, they're having an engagement party and so he goes the the winner back and that's when she basically tells him, you know, you were flinging all this. So he leaves his cowboy hat and then she keeps it. Like like later you on You mean nothing
2: to me, but I'm going to keep
1: it. Yeah, like later on you see her like at her house, she opens up a drawer and pulls out the hat and she's like holding it and staring at it. Why did you keep? Why did? Why did Tater, whatever his name, let her keep the hat? Why did he leave it? Yeah, why did he leave that? Okay, you hate me. Here's my hat.
2: Cowboy rides away, man.
1: Yeah, without a hat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This movie was horrible. It was bad. The plot line, the story, the cinematography was decent. Um. Like I told you at the theater, it looked like a photographer was the one who did the cinematography, which isn't bad. Is you know every every shot looked like a like a photo, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of how things are going nowadays. It's so easy to buy a DSLR camera and make a video, and that's actually how a lot of people are making films nowadays. Me included. That's what we do here at the station. Uh, but overall, I gave it uh, two popcorn buckets because it was bad, but it wasn't the oath bad.
2: I gave it two bo- popcorn buckets as well. I look at it as, if you want to take the family and go see this, it's safe. It's safe for the whole family. There's nothing in it's it. It's confusing. You know, yes, it is. But if you, I think if you go in with the mindset that this is a musical, I think it will change your perspective.
1: Yeah, that, that threw us off big time. <laughs> we sat there and we we're like, is this a musical? It's it did, obviously it is. Say it was a musical.
2: Mm, yeah, it obviously is. All right, so there you have it. A Nashville Wish. We both give it two popcorn buckets. Get out in theaters and go see that one if you so choose. You've been uh, warned. That's right. So, and since we were talking about that, we're going to keep it rolling. We'll come back. We're going to talk about a couple of movies that are about country music.
0: Hey idiots, we're back from commercial. Dave and Ryan's movie review, segment two and action.
2: Okay, so now we're going to talk about a couple of films that are, you know, deal with country music. Uh, I'm talking about one of my favorites. Now, is it a great movie? (laughs) No. No, it is not. But the first one that we're going to start with, I'm going to kick this one off. It's Pure Country. 1992, rated PG, stars George Strait. Leslie Ann Warren, and Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights, the TV series. Yeah. If you remember, if you know who Kyle Chandler is. No. Okay. Well, now you do. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dusty Chandler, George Strait's character, is a superstar in country music, but his shows have kind of the style of a 70s rock concert. And there's one point where he gets to this, where he, he just feels like it has everything to do with the show. And not the music. Yeah. Does that make sense? So the, at one point, the the in, during his finale and all the fireworks are going off and the light shows happening and everything, and he just stops singing and nobody even says anything. Nobody notices in the crowd, nothing. So after that, he takes a walk and he gets out of his overdone concerts and goes back to his country roots. He's helped and he's hindered by friends Yeah, yeah. and by people on his staff. And uh, he goes, really gets back to his roots and even finds a little romance. Yes, he does. So now, like I said, not a great movie. Not a great movie. But it's a good enough movie because it's got George Strait in it. George Strait is a bad actor. He is, but he he's should, a great he singer. He should, he should stick to singing. He is a great singer. Um, one of the biggest hits of his career came out of this movie. Yeah. Across uh, my heart. Uh, but no, I, I liked this movie because it really hit at a time... And I don't know if he meant for it to hit at a time and like poke the Garth Brooks bear when Garth Brooks is going. It's like going to a going to a Garth Brooks concert in the early '90s, mid '90s was like going to a rock show. It really was. It was out of control. It was a lot of antics and stuff like that.
1: Do a rock album when he was.
2: We don't want to talk about. Changed
1: his name. We don't talk about Chris Gaines. Okay. No.
2: We don't talk about that. Why not? Because it's terrible. Why? Because it's not good. Why? (laughs) Because, Like, like,
1: what makes it bad? I didn't
2: really enjoy Garth Brooks wearing eyeliner. On the cover <laughs> and the little soul patch.
1: Oh, yeah, the, I
0: forgot about that. The little soul that. patch and the, the little and soul. the bangs
2: that came down. <laughs> it that's, was emo Garth. That <laughs> was exactly that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. Chris Gaines was oh no, was not good. But I'm gonna put it as your ringtone now. Okay, thank you. Uh, it, no, it the movie itself isn't a great movie, but it's good enough, and because it gets your story across, and you come to find out he just kind of up and leaves. Yeah, and goes and gets back to his roots and. Gets back to a bar and just playing with him and a guitar, and he gets a job on a ranch helping guys. The, one of the things that I read on this, and I knew it in the back of my mind, but he did all of his own stunts when they were working on the farm because he used to be a, a rodeo star. He was a he was a a, a roper, and uh, he did he did that. So I like this movie. I like the music in it. It's really good. Uh, you come to find out that Kyle Chandler plays a total tool in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
2: because yeah. uh, they really, what happens is Leslie Ann Warren plays his manager and with Dusty gone, they need another Dusty and she proves his point because she dresses him up like George Strait and he goes out and performs as George Strait to a backtrack
1: Yeah, and then during
2: he, the concerts. And then
1: he becomes like a big O diva.
2: Yeah. And then he thinks it's his show. Yeah. And, you know, so the drummer, who is his best friend, goes out, finds him, and they uh, try and work everything out. Funny how out. he knew
1: exactly
2: where he was. Yes, yes, he did. He went and fought. Was it, was it his, I think it was his grandmother was the first place yeah. that he stopped, talked to her, and so then the drummer stopped to talk to her, and anyway, and he finds love, but then they find out, this, this is one thing that just always drives me nuts in a show, in a movie, he, he falls in love with this chick And she falls in love with him really too
0: mm-hmm.
2: And when she finds out who he is It's like It's over between us I'm like You lied to yeah. me <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay <sighs> <laughs> I don't want your money. Yeah, I don't want to be with you. Well, okay. And one of my favorite lines in all moviedom is is from this movie when her dad, and I'll have to clean it up, but her dad walks over to him after he's trying to talk to her uh, after they know who he really is. And her dad walks up to George Strait and he says, You know what that funny thing about the black specks in chicken poop is? And he didn't say poop, but. And George Strait looks at him and goes, What? And he goes, that's chicken poop too. So <laughs> I mean, there's moments like that, and of course, then he wins her back at the end of the movie by singing an acoustic version of "Across My Heart" to her. Invites the whole family in, and it, it's a good movie yeah, for it, that. It, it the didn't music take is that good. long
1: to win her back. It didn't really. No, it was like, hey, I'm going to sing to you. Oh, okay. you're mine now. Right? I love you. Yeah, I just. I, but like I said, that I've never understood
2: that. I don't get it.
1: It, I, it is a. It's just a thing to make the story continue
2: you know and the other thing too is it always reminds me of this, along the same lines of the te- the television show friends and you know how i feel about jennifer aniston okay <laughs> every time her and ross would break up it was because of ross and i'm like dude you're dumb why are you doing this and it's because something just wasn't right shut up who cares <laughs> but
1: dave that just meant you had a chance
2: for a, for a fleeting moment. Yeah. I still think I do. I still think I do.
1: Sure, buddy. Sundance sure. next year. We're yeah, going.
2: We're going. We're going. All right. Evan
1: Ryan's road trip. <laughs> so that's
2: my movie, Pure Country 1992, George Strait. Let's go ahead and talk about yours. Oh, and you, if you want to watch that one, it is out there and it's available. The only the only bad thing is you have to rent it. It's not like on a streaming
1: service yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's so. not the only bad thing about it. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week I went with Walk The line, yeah, 2005 rated PG 13. It's got walking Phoenix, Reese Witherspoon, and Jennifer Goodwin. Sing it, Dave. Sing it. Yeah, my, my buddy was actually in this movie, he actually played the upright bass.
2: Well, and a funny story we were talking yesterday. The guy that plays the manager in Nashville Wish, if you go
1: on his IMDb page. He played Jerry Lee Lewis in this yes, movie. Yes, he did. So, yeah. But this movie, if you didn't already know, it's about Johnny Cash. It's uh, basically how he grew up on the farm, uh, cotton farm, actually, if I remember correctly, and how he uh, started singing, fell in love, got married, cheated on his wife, got married again. <laughs> Story of everyone's life. Been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave's doing it right now. That's right. <laughs> Dave's cheating on me. <laughs> Just kidding. Your kids are probably listening. It's just that one time
2: and it didn't mean anything.
1: <laughs> Let's not give daddy issues more issues. Okay. All righty. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, you know, this is a great, great movie. Um, I really like the part uh, when um, when they're outside of that little motel and they're just, when they get in their really, very, their, like, big old fight. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon and uh, Joaquin Phoenix had great chemistry in that. They
2: movie. did. Yeah. And, he, and I, I looked that up. He was actually nominated for Best Actor, and she won Best Actress for this one. She did. Um, the the one movie for me, the part of this movie that I always come back to because I like to give Jordan a hard time, is the scene where Elvis gives Johnny Cash drugs.
1: <laughs> I'm like, see?
2: See what he started? <laughs>
1: yeah. Elvis is a bad influence right. on Johnny Cash. That's right,
2: because the Million Dollar Quartet, they're all in this. Yes. Elvis is in this. Um, as I said, Jerry Lee Lewis carl perkins uh they're all in this and so yeah it's it's a ama- it's an amazing movie and even if you like johnny cash music a little bit
1: yeah you know i i'm not like a diehard johnny cash fan but you know I, there i do like uh some of his music you know you gotta love ring of fire you do uh, and he sings that in this movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: he also sings walk the line which the movie based on shocker i know but no, I, I, did you ever watch that music video for what? Walk the line. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't know if it was. It might have been a commercial where guys just like walking down the line. Okay. Oh, I think it was. Um. No, it was Walk Hard. Or, oh,
2: the Dewey the, Cox story. Yeah, no, there the,
1: you go. I, I was thinking of the uh, the, the spoof movie. <laughs> but yeah, you know the we were in
2: fact we were just talking about Johnny Cash today at the station and how you know his music and i can understand the one the one complaint that i got i get that um a lot of his stuff sounds the same
1: yeah well he's not singing. he has that he, he has that same singing.
2: he has that same baseline in it yeah. and it's that and like i did dum 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 and and that's throughout all of his songs it seems like um as he got older some of his stuff got a little interesting he he uh did a cover of 9 inch nails hurt that went through the roof yeah um so i mean that is a johnny cash lived a very interesting life he did to say the least and this is just a great way to look into it so yeah, i i enjoy this film as well this was a good one
1: yeah so if you're interested in johnny cash and more about his life uh, definitely give this one a watch walk the line um i know you can uh, find it on uh, is it on Netflix right it's now It's on Max It's on Max
2: It's on Max, Max, right Max. Now. Yeah
1: and then the, uh, uh, all
2: over right now and I'm not sure where those are um, you if you look for it's, I believe it's called Ring of Fire it's the June Carter story Oh yeah yeah and cuz she wrote that song she, she was so in love with Johnny Cash she wrote that song So there's there's a movie out there right now called Ring of Fire
1: and that's and it's her story yeah they, they didn't really focus on her a whole lot in this one, you know, Reese Witherspoon played her, which was a shame. Uh but yeah, it you know it She does. must
2: have done just good enough to win an Oscar, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, don't be jealous. I Dave. forgot
2: they hand those out like paperweights now.
1: Well, yeah, you know, unless Do you, you have yours? Unless you're Chris Rock and then you just get slapped. Well, it's a slap in the face really if you don't <laughs> get one. Keep my name out of your mouth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But yeah those,
2: I, I liked like I said, I liked this movie. it was and it was one of those that I waited for it to come out and I I knew the buzz about it but mo- like movies will come out and you're like, I want to go see that movie. that looks really good. And then you just kind of wait and, and kind of almost forget about it and then it hits like a streaming service or something like that and it's like, yeah. okay, we're gonna sit we're gonna watch this one. It looks really really good. and, and that one uh, did not disappoint at all.
1: No, it did not
2: not at all. Okay, so now when we come back, we're talking talk about something that, you know, ties in with A Nashville Wish.
1: And almost every other movie.
2: And, and every other movie. There are plenty of movies that use this, and it's an overused movie plot. So we're going to talk about that when we come back.
0: All right, in the souls, everyone quiet down. Dave and Ryan's movie review, segment three, and action.
2: So we went and saw Nashville Wish and we got to thinking, you know, this is actually one of those things that is overused way too much. And it is a guy wants to leave and be and do something better. A guy or a girl. Or a girl, yeah. And you know what? No worries. I, I got you. I understand that. I got you, boo-boo. Who doesn't want to be better in exactly. their life? Except for you, because you're perfect, right? I am. Yeah. So anyhow... Uh, we thought we'd go back and look at some movies that kind of deal with this same plot with, you know, small town boy leaves, wants to hit it big. And, and the first one that we came to, because why not? Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars is the same storyline.
1: Yeah. It, Anakin and Luke. Both, True. Both, you know, just a small bumpkin living on Tatooine. They're Just, uh, you know. That someone comes into his life and changes everything.
2: That's right. Finds a, finds a small town girl living in a lonely world. Except for the small town girl was his sister. Oh, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Plot twist. <laughs> didn't see that coming. Oh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> that's right. But the other thing about it, too, is is another, because I actually looked up. When I was looking at going into this and doing this, it's overused movie plots. And another one that ties in with this one and ties in with really all the other ones we're going to talk about is the theory of the chosen one. Yeah. Okay. Star Wars plays right into this. Yeah. Both episode one and episode four. Luke was supposed to, you know change things anakin seven anakin was supposed to bring balance to the force uh you know they're supposed to change things and it's just people keep going seeing them so i guess it's not necessarily bad but when you break it down to its core it's the same story it's just all the outside stuff is different yeah so we talked about that Uh, another one huge franchise movie that deals with uh, a kid that wants to leave and do better things and the chosen one the whole Harry Potter franchise yeah.
1: Harry Potter Harry is the chosen one yes just living with his uh, aunt and uncle did I, Did I ever tell you about how Harry Potter and Star Wars are basically the same thing I, we've talked about this but I yeah. don't think we've talked about it on the show <laughs> yeah. maybe for another show okay but base, basically Harry Potter is Luke Skywalker it-
2: <laughs> but he doesn't have a sister.
1: No, he has a sister-like friend,
2: though. That's very true, but they can do things that Luke and Leia can't.
1: Well, well I, I, they can. Yes, they can. <laughs> they just shouldn't. Yeah. Let's put it that way. You are no longer welcome at the family reunion. <laughs> That's right. We just get awkward family
2: reunions for the rest of our lives. This is what it boils down to. Yeah. But it's true. It, it, they, and as we said, they talk about it, it. He is the chosen one. He is the boy who lived. And you go through this whole series of eight movies, and it's the same story. Yeah. The basis of it. Now, like we said, all the background noise is different, and it changes from film to film. Yeah. But the the one that you got to dance with the one that brought you, and that's what brought him, the chosen one, the kid that wants to go off
1: and do something great with his life. Yeah. An- another example of this is the Lord of the Rings series, The Hobbit. Just, uh, you know, Bilbo's just happily living in his small little town. And then out of nowhere, some wizard just shows up and is like, We're going on an adventure. You're going to go on a drunken adventure with a drunken wizard. Yes.
2: But I'm going to tell you right now if Ian McKellen showed up at my house and said, Let's go on an adventure, I'm packing my bags. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd just be cool to Here hang out. We with him. I think it'd just be cool to <laughs> hang out. Yeah. We could talk about the Lord of the Rings. Yes. And the X Men movies.
1: So. Uh, that's a, that's another one for another day yeah. that's another yeah. one for another getting out of line dude. that's right uh, whatever but, your fantasies uh, are save them
2: the other one the other one that popped into my mind when we were talking about it because the words are used in the movie is don't say it the matrix series yes. <laughs> it is neo is the chosen one yes he is And the other thing that is, it runs true through all these movies because we just talked about it. You always got that one crazy guy that nobody wants to listen to, (laughs) that knows he is the chosen one. He is that. That's the way he is. And there's nothing that you can do that's going to tell me that he's not. You know, you actually had you you had two kind of in the first three uh, Star Wars episodes, one, two, and three. You had Qui Gon, who knew. And, and Mace kind of came online in like the first and second one. By the third one, Anakin was over the falls, and Mace even knew yeah. that he didn't belong. Uh, episode four, it was Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan knew, even though he was told he's too old. You can't start training him now. He knew he was the chosen one that was going to change well, things. His father was also too old. Mm. That's true. That's true. And then you go into look how that turned out, right? <laughs> then you go into there's rules
1: for a reason. I would Obi-wan. say,
2: I would say maybe that guy, because he was the first one on the scene that kind of told them and kind of shut up the doubters and the silencers was Hagrid. Yeah. In the Harry Potter series when he just kind of shows up and he gives, you know, uh, Dursley a pigtail and, and all that other yeah. cool stuff.
1: He's the Obi-Wan of the series. He is the Obi-Wan
2: of the series. Wise sage like advice from yes. Hagrid. Better and out a, than and in, a, and a hermit. Better out than in. That's what I always say. Wise advice from Hagrid. <laughs> uh, and then in the Matrix, it was Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne spent probably the first movie and a half of the second one convincing people that Neo was the chosen one. So uh, it's out there. These stories are out there, and they are. They're all the same. Yeah, you know, we talk about superhero movies and stuff being the same. Nobody wants to talk about these ones because. But they are. Yeah. Superman. Yes, he's an alien, but he grew up on a small farm. You can't get much smaller than Smallville, Kansas. Yeah. They even put it in the name. Because they're small. Because they're small. But it, it's true, though. Uh, Captain America. Yeah. Started out as this weak, puny little kid and came, it became this superhero, huge superhero, superhero. You know, once again, I just want to get out there. I want to make a difference. Those are other things that, you know, I guess that's the one thing when you're looking at movies, you got to look for those keywords (laughs) when you're watching the movies to see if they all make sense. And yeah, that's one line. Uh, Make a difference. I just want to make a difference. Um, You know, the chosen one. uh, I just want to get out of here. I know I can do great things. It it goes on and on and on. It never stops. So I, I... go find these movies, give them a watch. They're all out there and see if we're right or if we're wrong. Yeah. There are other movies that are like this. I mean, we really looked at the fact that a lot of movies use this same storyline.
1: Uh, even some movies you, you don't expect. Yeah. Like Flashdance. Flashdance. flash dance.
2: You know, another one that just popped into my mind that covers a lot of, you know, ground and a lot of people have issues with that. And we found that out this week, Rudy, rudy wants to get out of town and go to notre dame
1: there's there's only two people in this office that have a problem with that movie
2: well there are other people out there because i'm sure sure. it is you know it's farcical it really apparently rudy is a lie yeah yep so go out check out these movies see what you think maybe you'll come up with you know overused movie plots of your own yeah it's possible And that's going to do it for us. We're going to get on out of here. We'll be back next week talking more movies, uh, more This Week in Hollywood, and some other great stuff. So make sure you join us then. Ryan, take care. All righty.
1: Dave and Ryan's Movie Review.